I forgot to say go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Maximum News. I'm your host, as always, your friendly neighborhood Simpsons, Ken Max Derrett. And I'm Sibsidian from the Triple S League. We got it right this time. Okay, now you guys can all stop. I uh, can do know. it. I can do it. Miscommunication last time. All right, uh, let's get into the news. Obviously, we're going to give you our usual uh, Activision Blizzard update. Uh, however, the news update, like breaking news theme song goes. Uh, and then we'll get into all the other news that have happened this week. So, more people left the company. We're going to be talking about three in particular from this news report that came out of Kotaku. Two people from Diablo 4 have stepped down last Wednesday. One is the game director, Luis Bariga. And this is uh, significant because Luis Bariga is a guy who's been at Blizzard for the last 15 years and also Diablo 4 lead designer Jesse McCree and you know if that same name sounds familiar it's because uh, there's an Overwatch character named after him and the reason why these two were let go from the company at least in part is because they're a part of this infamous picture that has come out uh, amidst all the Activision Blizzard controversy featuring a whole bunch of uh, employees from the company and what is known as the Cosby suite and then well, first of all, do you sort of just want to quickly tell people what the whole deal was with the Cosby Suite there, side? Well, I mean, so this Cosby Suite thing happened more or less right as rumors of all of these bad things that Cosby did. Again, some of them supposedly. Uh, one of them was completely discredited, but because it was lumped in with all the other stuff that has like fairly hefty weight of evidence behind it, you know, a lot of this stuff wasn't like really picked through as cleanly as I think they could have. They should have taken this to trial long, long, long time ago. It, it's a whole messy situation there. Very terrible with maybe like a hint of some ambulance chasers. Now I mentioned that because in the early days of the accusations, you might have thought that right away before before more of the witnesses step forward. You know how often does you know things like this ambulance chasing go and oh you know that person hurt me therefore I'm suing for ten million dollars. It's like there was a time where you kind of rolled your eyes about that, and that was like ten years ago. So yeah, there was there was that. So it was at the time not huge news. That didn't happen until about a year and a bit later, and then of course. There was a big stigma about it and bad stuff. So inside this kind of like, let's call it a gray area of the time between the news being like vocal and everywhere and it being some like reported rumors or whisperings or, you know, some court filings were filed and stuff like that. It was in that time. So you take that as you would, right? Did these guys, should these guys have known? Was this something that they knew about? The Cosby suite, there's a lot of like back and forth about whether it actually represented or was held in the representation that they claimed. They claimed that it was, oh, they named it like that because of the carpet, but none of the pictures of the carpet show anything similar to what they're talking about. So that right. kind of like, that doesn't bode well for them, right? So they're all posing under this picture. And <clears throat> one of the things that I was kind of digging through a bunch of news articles the other day, and if you were casually listening to the Cosby stuff at the time, you might have heard that, oh, wow, he's a ladies man. And he, you know, he was just like going left, right and everywhere. And it was just constant. He had a constant stream. And, and some of those girls, they didn't like it afterwards. If you thought that was cool, man, you know, the, the, the half drunk slash like, you know, let's get all the ladies like that, that idiotic behavior, then that doesn't leave you in a very good light. Right. 
Right. And you know, one of my one of my one of the songs that I hate the most is is the guy that just sits there. He lists off like you know, it's like some like eighty some odd girls' names, and he's like, little bit of this by my side, little bit of her by my side. You know, that song. Yeah. That song. that song is disgusting. I don't. I I would never want my daughter to be anywhere near somebody like that. It's just it's absolutely disgusting. But at any rate, that's what it is. So take that how you would, and you apply that to everybody in those pictures lining up, going, yeah, this is the Cosby suite. And then some of their language in their their group chat was brought out. And I mean, it was pretty bad. It was, again, not somebody I would want my daughters hanging out with. Yeah. At all. In any way, shape, or form. I do not appreciate what they were singing about, talking about, laughing about, joking about. I think it's crass, it's crude, it's disgusting, and, and if you're not offended, then you, you don't really have, you know, you don't really care very much about women when a guy is like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all the babes up here and we're just gonna, like, go to town. I'm doing the air quotes thing because we want to keep this somewhat PG on all the ladies. That doesn't mean taking them out around town. That means something different. Now, again, whether or not that's just, well, what's that term? Like locker room chat? Right. If If that's that's just that, you know, again, you have to kind of make that decision on your own as far as what your morals kind of like lean to. And then you have to decide whether or not that's something that, you know, you're okay with. I've never understood guys sitting around in a room talking about their, I think we exploits. mentioned some of the, their exploits. It's like, to me, that's just A, that's, that's incredibly it's personal yeah. and not very cool at all. So it's really weird. Well, I mean, just like pride and arrogance and just bragging about what you have. It's just, it's not really good unless, you know, you wanted to brag about how, how great your friends are or how much you, you love people. But even though, even then, it's like, it depends on how you do it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not classy. And in regards to whether or not they actually did it, that's just something that the courts will have to decide. Obviously, I think people oh, who uh, aren't... Uh, uh. I think some of these guys are getting fired without a trial in in the sense of like illegal trial. There is obviously some investigations going on at the company. There's probably a lot of things they're talking about. And I doubt we're going to see much of that because the company is not going to incriminate themselves. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, turns out we all knew that this was going on a few years ago and Bobby did nothing about it at all. He didn't get after anybody, blah, 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 blah. And, and what we've heard is that we've always I've always heard the same thing about Mike. He was in over his head as far as like running Blizzard. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, he he gave up the control the way that he did and the way that he left and whatnot. And yeah, that's really hard. It's really hard to get, you know, to control a gigantic thing like that when it balloons up overnight. You have to be a type of person that can handle that kind of stress and handle that kind of growth. And, and I don't think Mike was ever the person to try and run a company that big and to try and keep tabs on everything that they were doing in the way that he was doing it. I, I just yeah. don't think he was the right kind of person. I don't think that he heard about all of this from there's one event in particular where somebody cc'd him in a mail and he asked very seriously what in the world is going on here yeah. and the hr department came in and again this is what i've heard they came in and they were like oh so i'm so sorry he emailed you about that we talked to him about that he's blowing the proportion that he's blowing the situation entirely out of like just just out, out you know ridiculously out of out of um 
I'm proportion. missing the portion out of portion. And it's just, it's just, it's wrong. And I'm so sorry. They said that because they were more interested in covering their own butts and making sure that the big boss didn't hear about this stuff. I have seen this in companies. I have seen when somebody's like CC's the head, you know, a, a person up the scale, up the ladder and said, Hey, there's something wrong going on here. And they come down and they're in a huff because they're like, what is going on here? And then the, the guy who's actually in control of that said area or girl, I've seen it in both cases where they step forward and then, Oh no, 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 no. See, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. This guy is just a real problem, problematic person. And the biggest mistake that these people, these, these high level ups do is they trust that person who's telling them that they, they trust that the person who's going, Oh no, 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 no. It's just a big misunderstanding. I have it all under control. If somebody sends you an email like that, they don't have it under control. And you need to get down and start doing some investigating. Otherwise, this stuff is going to fester. I have seen a lot of guys who are like low level, like team leads or, or supervisors who are absolutely garbage at their job. Absolutely garbage at their job. They've only got it because of seniority. They're not actually good at their job. They're not actually creating an environment that's healthy. And I think that's where a lot of this blame needs to be placed is, is there and then in this HR company. I think I think everybody working in HR should be fired. Uh yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be crass, but none of them had the, the, the gall stone, had the, had the, uh, had the gall. Oh, yeah. Not, 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 I said gall, not gall stones. That's terrible. Those are, those are really painful. None of them had the gall, uh, you know, singular to write up a report and send it to the higher ups. This is what's going on. And it is constantly being brushed under the rug by people in, in charge of the HR department. That's not a good sign. Uh, when, when nobody ha can do that or nobody can muster that up, or at the very least, nobody sends that out to, out to people who can, who can bring it to attention. And yeah. it is a very difficult thing. And I, I'm not, I don't want to necessarily judge everybody, but it's like, that's your job. You're in HR, right? You're not outside the company. You're not somebody looking in. You're not, you're not hearing this through a friend of a friend. You're seeing it in person and you have the power to act. And they didn't <sighs> just routinely. Just for the proof proof that HR isn't there to actually help the customers or there to help protect the company. Exactly. And it seems like that's just a constant universal for HR companies anywhere. I can't think of like any in all the news that you read about different companies. I don't think I've ever heard of an HR division of any company that's actually well regarded. <laughs> I mean, if there is, please let us know in the comments. But anyway, Seth, so there's Luis, there's Jesse, and then there's one other I forgot to mention. Uh, world, another World of Warcraft designer named Jonathan LeCraft. I, I don't know if he was a part of that Cosby Suite photo. He, he could just be somebody who is possibly implicated in this culture of harassment that we've been reading about in regards to Blizzard. I've heard rumors that everybody that was involved in organizing the, the cube crawls are, are on their way out. Good. So that, so again, again, I, I want to emphasize that the cube crawls sound really bad to me, but it takes on a completely different light. If it was a drinking game with an obstacle course set up when people weren't in their cubicles or whether there were people in those cubicles. And if the most, the majority of the cubicles where they went to had women wearing skirts, right? That immediately changes the the story one from come on guys why are you wasting your time do you are you are you in college are you are you 15 like what what is wrong with you to okay that's a criminal complaint that needs to that the police need to be called because this is this is legitimate physical harassment and it is illegal and should be illegal everywhere that is absolutely stupid yeah Just, no matter what it's not good 
what we're trying to figure out is to what degree it wasn't good. Exactly. Yeah. So what does cube crawl mean? What's the definition, the specific definition of that? And then once we get to the bottom of that, we can start doling out the appropriate punishment to whoever deserves it. Hopefully. But this, is, this is just a reminder, guys. Whatever you do, do not drink on the job. Yeah, what the hell, Ever. man? Ever. And do not drink till you're plastered at at a company events. Like, do not do that at all. Ever. It is just such a bad idea. It I, I've very rarely heard of this being, you know, a, a part of the culture at a company and it ending well. Like it's just it's just so bad. You wanna have fun? Go do like uh do like an escape room or like you know some some like cool like game or something like that. Like do games, maybe go to a casino, stuff 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 like that. Do that, have fun, but don't drink because you don't want to see you don't want your boss to see you when you're hammered, and you don't want to see your boss when he's hammered either. He she whatever. <laughs> it's it's like in either either one of those scenarios, that's gonna lead to some really awkward moments. Now, I know that there's some cultures where that's really, really, really 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 the thing to do and there is a lot of like problems even there when it's ingrained into the culture and it's normal and they still have problems with it so if, mm. if another culture couldn't do it after like a couple hundred years of trying don't think you can do it and get away with it yeah i, I would say though the one time that i would want to see my boss hammered is if my boss was you know kind of a piece of crap and i just walked in on him and he happened to be hammered i can use that against him as blackmail so i could sue the company for millions of dollars but the likelihood of something like that ever happening is nil to impossible yeah anyways that's a blizzard update of course we'll keep you guys updated about all the stuff that's going to be happening obviously this is something that's still pretty huge and there'll be more stuff happening in the next few weeks hopefully good stuff like what we see here let's move on to the next story could be some potentially good news Saib, i love grand theft auto i i might how much do you love grand theft auto honestly i i think the number one game that i've played more than any other game in my life is probably gta 5 when that game yeah came out in 2013 it, it was the game that I've been looking forward to more than any other game in my lifetime, the only exception probably being Halo 2. And when it came out, it felt like all my expectations were met. And the only time that I think a game had ever completely met my expectations and I'd spent so much time with was GTA San Andreas. And on my top 10 list of all time favorite games, GTA San Andreas and GTA 5 occupy, occupy the same spot, just in terms of how immaculate those experiences were, how many hours were wasted, and how I do not regret all those hours of my life wasted because I just had so much fun. And I've always thought about going back to playing GTA San Andreas in particular, but it's kind of hard because what GTA 5 especially did, but to a certain degree GTA 4, was take the Grand Theft Auto experience and just turn it up to 11 in so many different ways, especially to some degree with the online stuff. And I, I'm not talking about the microtransaction stuff because obviously that sucks, but just just in terms of some of the nutty stuff that you can do in GTA Online with your friends, and especially if you're playing with competent players, it's the pinnacle of GTA experiences. And because of that, it's kind of hard to go back to the games that we played on the PS2 and the original Xbox back in the day. But... If there were a reason for me to come back and play those original games, it would be like a, a really good mod or something. Like you see some of the graphics jobs that some people have done with the old games for the PC. A lot of them do look kind of janky, but you see what they're going for. And, you know, you just allow your imagination to run wild. Like hopefully they'd be able to sort something out. Well, it looks like we finally got the professionals on the job in regards to that. It looks like the people at Rockstar, specifically their Scottish division, are going to be giving us a remastered version of the 
original three games for the PS2 and the original Xbox. That, of course, being GTA 3, GTA Vice City, and the aforementioned GTA San Andreas. This is coming from Kotaku again. It's looking like sometime in October or November, we are going to be getting remastered versions of these three games in the Unreal Engine, and it will use a mixture of new and old graphics. Not really sure what that means. According to somebody who's seen actual gameplay from it, it looks like it's going to be a heavily modded version of a classic GTA game. This makes me happy to hear because maybe, you know, unlike the mods that are provided by the fans, we'll actually get some proper draw distances. We'll um, have the things not drop below like 12 frames per second or that sort of thing. And hopefully it's going to be a balance of what made those games good for the PS2 era while updating things in places where it clearly needs updating. Also, it was sort of going to be included in a bundle with GTA 5 and GTA Online being remastered for the newest generation of consoles, but I guess they just ran out of time for that, and so it's just going to be released as a separate package. It might release early next year instead of October or November. It all depends on how the progress is with those aforementioned ports to the new generation of consoles for GTA 5 and GTA Online. Side. Did you play any of those original Grand Theft Auto games? Did you like them? And what do you think about the prospects of a remastered trilogy? So, nope. This is one of the game series that I stayed well away from. Okay. Um, It is also one of the games that um, we avoid covering completely due to... uh, Oh, right. Yeah. Some very, very aggressive behavior. Let's just say if you're a modder and you're like, hey, you know what would be cool is adding in like a higher res texture into um, one of the old like Grand Theft Auto games. Like just add some cool new textures in and maybe like a new side quest. Like, hey, that would be fun. Be prepared to have lawyers basically and allegedly beat down your door. And then if you do not cease and desist immediately, they'll go do that at your parents' house, at your girlfriend's house, at her parents house at their businesses and then they just keep on going until enough pressure is put on you to stop doing that completely yeah so yeah yeah don't uh don't don't mess with 2k they they like uh they like stern control over certain things and uh don't you dare whatever you do don't you dare advertise certain things about the game before the before they're officially announced even if they accidentally stream this on i don't know like say like youtube or a twitch of some sort if they accidentally end up streaming a bunch of stuff do not talk about that stuff photograph that kind of stuff or in any way shape or form put that stuff on a discord the minute that you do that again allegedly a bunch of people will come to your house they will know where you live they will know who you are and they will start telling you that if you don't immediately start taking those things offline your life is going to be ruined for a very 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 long time and that they're not going to stop at just like you know making you shut up they will contact your isp and any other isps in the area and they will make sure that you never have interact internet access again under your name yeah so just so you know who you're dealing with allegedly that is who you might be dealing with allegedly i completely i can't believe i completely forgot about the whole take thing with uh you and take two and not just you but like obviously that was a huge story back when uh, mm. that happened it, it's, it's kind of tricky too because it, rockstar it they're not like a lot of the companies that we trash on on this show they make rockstar specifically they make some of the greatest games of all time you know i'm not as i said just a second ago i'm not a fan of the way they insert 
hefty microtransactions into their games. But damn, if their single player games aren't amazing. And honestly, dude, I, I, I understand, you know, not wanting to ever play their games, but GTA San Andreas, one of the greatest games ever made. And I also still believe that holds true for GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2. So it's... It's hard to say how to feel in regards to this remastered. I probably I, I think it's I think it's generally it's a good thing. I don't think there's a lot of things wrong with the vast majority of the devs at the company. I think they're just fine. I think they have a legal team and a legal department that just doesn't have a uh, uh, breaks. They just they just don't have breaks and they don't have this thing called um uh, what's the what's it called uh, compassion. And they also <laughs> don't have this thing called um ingenuity. They really don't have any of those three three things. Because what is some of the like some of the greatest content we've seen come out of like older games is in is in the modding community. Yeah, and it has changed and created new games and new genres. A lot of people don't realize that the MOBA, you know, League of Legends, that genre was spawned from a mod in Warcraft Three. Yeah, um, some most a lot of gamers know that but there has been things um csgo or not CS, sorry not csgo but counter-strike in general Half first Life version half-life mod exactly mm -hmm. and a lot of these brilliant new designs and and cool concepts are created from modders that go in and re and build on the things that you've done and i think that's one of the most important things it's it's sort of like free speech in a way it's like yes i don't want your game to be stolen i don't want it to be pirated and i, I don't want people to be taking your game and and abusing it to make money for themselves by by reselling assets or controlling certain mods and selling mod access that kind of stuff yeah. I, I don't like those things and I, I and i wish that wouldn't be an issue for you but at the same time i think having that as a possibility and having those dangers that you have that you do that you should legally go about properly in, in a legal way you know shut down people who are pirating shut down people who are stealing content shut down people who are who are hacking and griefing and causing stuff like that like they like they they shouldn't be playing those games especially not online games and i think that's totally okay but i think you're an idiot if you are looking at the modding community and saying we don't want any of you yeah. we don't want any of you to improve what we have because we are in control of improving what we have i think that is a selfish and very short-sighted concept and it does not do well and it's like censorship in a lot of ways which is why i compared it to free speech it's like censorship in a lot of ways because you never know how it's going to backfire on you and you never know what kind of problems it's going to cause. And it never works the way it's intended. And it obviously will work the way that it's intended for a short period of time. But in the long term, you just end up making things worse for you. And you end up making things like not function that well and and i think this is one of these cases where where again and we've seen this before there was uh, uh zenimax had a very big problem with this their lawyers were overzealous they liked suing people for the fun of it they did <laughs> so in a lot of very aggressive very bad ways and thankfully none of those people are working with bethesda today so those, those are good things those are good things that are changing things slowly but it's going to take some more time and and i i honestly believe that if you want to if you want to be successful in gaming especially when you get so big that you're afraid of releasing a new game which i think they are i think they're so afraid of releasing new games now because why release a new game why take that risk why put all that money into working on something new when you can just keep on printing cash by making things for your current game yeah. i think that's a terrible thing and if you were smart you would open it up to modding and you would constantly every day you would go to the, these mod page sites where they they host all these mods and you would look for what people 
like what people what things are people trying what kind of cool concepts are being made and then you would reach out to them and say hey we really like your idea would you like a job because there's a lot of people who do that and a lot of people are really good at that and i i gotta look at bethesda and i gotta say that bethesda is a great company because they allow that to happen they yes. have their problems they have a lot of their own issues but the fact that i can go in and create with help from um, working in coalition with one of the biggest mod makers for Fallout 4, go in and make one of the biggest story mods there is, write for that character, write the concepts for that stuff. That is one of the best things I have been able to do. And it is it really sets the direction of what gaming is possible and increases what you think can be done with your tech and give you things to shoot for in the future. And one of, one of the things that I'm personally very excited for is the new gen first person cameras that they are working on in games like Fallout 4 and Skyrim. They have yeah. these immersive first person mods, which really change things and really, I think, are bridging the gap between what VR can do and what AR will eventually be able to do. And I think that's cool. And I think that's awesome. And I really, really honestly think that companies should not be afraid of these things. They should get off their high horses and say, you know what, this is a really good idea. We should do something about this. Without so. a doubt, if Bethesda didn't allow people to mod their games. Oh, particularly... you, you, would, you would never have heard of, most people would never heard of Skyrim. Like yeah. If they didn't allow modding in Oblivion, if they didn't allow modding in all their, in, in a bunch of their previous games, if they didn't allow modding in those, and if they didn't encourage that in, in their community, I really don't think you would have heard it very much. I don't think today you'd be hearing about Skyrim. I, yeah. I really don't think you would. Because I think that Skyrim wouldn't have been as big as it was, or if it was, it would have been temporarily, and then it would have faded away by, by this point. Yeah, it would have been overcome really, by yeah. The Witcher, or by Kingdom Come Deliverance, or whatever yeah. some sort of medieval type, Chivalry 2, to maybe to a certain degree. Yeah, it's just, it would have been replaced by whatever the newer, better version of Skyrim would have been. But thanks to people who are passionate about that game, they're able to modify it in a way so that it still feels fresh uh, over, well, almost a full decade later. And and if yeah, and, I hope, yeah, and still has over six thousand people playing every single day. Wow, I mean that's that's still pretty amazing, considering that a lot of those numbers because it it does it's not like a it doesn't reward you for logging in every day. That means that its weekly users probably sit around closer to like twelve to eighteen thousand. Yeah, because again, exactly. most people, a lot Modded. of people, they only have time to game for a couple hours once a week, and so that that is still something that is happening even today. And I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty amazing. Man, I've been wanting to play Skyrim a lot this past week, but it's just like God, I don't have time. But I. And I have it all modded and ready to go. I just, yeah. Anyways, I hopefully things will get a little bit better in that regard. And hopefully when and if this remastered trilogy just does come out for GTA, it is done properly. It's not like the mobile ports that they did a little while ago. And it, it doesn't look like a hack job. It actually looks like something that they put a lot of love in. And that I hope they will <laughs> allow people to mod to a certain degree. But based on how they've acted in the past, I'm not holding my breath. Anyways, let's uh, go on to what will probably be our final topic because we did spend a lot of time on those two topics. Uh, Saib, you told me about this a few days ago about <laughs> this woman and... Uh, the whole idea that gaming is to blame for all of society's ills. Let's uh, why don't you tell people about this thing that you showed me? So UK's Telegraph newspaper uh, went out of their way to allow a woman to write an article uh, quoting um, propaganda. I'm not joking. I'm being very serious. Quoting propaganda newspapers from the CCP, saying oh, that. Video games are, quote, spiritual opium. 
and could gaming addiction ruin a generation? And that that's the title, and it gets worse from there. If you think that's bad, it's not even it, it, it's it, it gets it gets really bad. Really How does fast. it get worse than the CCP? Well, I mean, not much was worse than the CCP, but that that I meant I meant strictly the the article, not the right not the stuff behind the article. So uh, okay, again, fair enough. The CCP, um, they came out and called uh, video game spiritual opium, um, which was not good because uh, spiritual and opium are two things that are not very accepted in in China today. Uh, mm. They are not only just not accepted; they are they are uh, ruthlessly beaten down. Um, we won't get into stuff. Uh, don't want to get too political, but um, look into some human rights abuses by some trusted organizations, and it's bad. However, the piece uh, really attacked gaming in general. Um, this has actually led to video gaming being reduced to one hour a day for children in China and two hours a day on the weekends. And you have this because the government spies on what your children do 24-7 and on what you do 24-7 and how many hours your tv is on how many hours your game consoles are on what you're playing what you're typing whilst playing those games that you know authoritarian insanity authoritarian insanity absolutely ludicrous and this woman writing this article comes forward and says that you know what we really need we need this this is what we need in 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 our country this is what this is what the west needs the West needs the ability to make sure that kids aren't playing video games for more than, you know, an hour or a few hours a week. And they need to do that. The only way you could do that is by monitoring your children 24-7. Because how 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 are you going to know? Is Are we talking about like an hour per game? Like, you know, an hour of Fortnite, an hour of Civ, an hour of... <laughs> Mario is and and then suddenly it's like oh hours up you know game shuts off or or is it just an hour for all of their games constantly and how would you monitor this if not by literally sticking cameras in every device that a child uses well and hold, watching hold your on child a second 24 7 hold on a second how, you can, how else could you do that you can do like there are parental controls where you know if like you'd say let's say okay a kid he hasn't been doing his homework that much right and he has been playing too many video games. And the parent can set up uh, parental controls that are already that, existing there. That's what we call parental responsibility. Right. Not not the state. She's advocating that the state right. comes in and monitors and controls your games. Yes. She states proudly that um, you know, that games, video games in, in North America aren't aren't uh, monitored or or um, you know uh, they aren't controlled in any way, shape, or form. I guess she never heard of the ESRB. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not they're not controlled in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, well, I can't I can't make a video game where you you know you plow through a, a bunch of kids. So yeah, that's not something that can be done um, and shipped. You you you're literally in violation of of ethics codes, and you can literally go to jail for that. So no, it is controlled. You, <clears throat> anyways. <laughs> um, she says, I was shocked and indignant that there was something out there, unregulated and freely available to our kids, which was considered highly dangerous, but nobody was doing anything about it. It was like somebody was coming into my son's bedroom at night and injecting him with an addictive drug. 
This okay, is Helen Lovejoy. This is this is on you, lady. If you cannot control your child at home, if you don't have the ability to set screen t- screen time to you know a, a, a respectable amount, that's not the state's job to come and do that for you. That's you not being a very good parent. Like, oh my God, this this really this really can you tell I'm a, I'm slightly annoyed by this. Mm. Now, what's worse is that there's there's a whole bunch of stuff in here she quotes some of the most ridiculous stuff you can imagine like it's hurting our kids future it's giving them bad eyesight and gamer thumbs and and giving them back problems and again this is your problem if your kids are playing too many video games you need to cut it back if they're not getting enough you know daylight hours or time outside again that's on you if if they're not uh, if they're not if they're sitting poorly get them a better chair it's like this is this is stuff that normal people teach their kids moderation Mm -hmm. on now i know some some parents don't teach moderation at all that's why you see some kids with some very bad habits out there yeah i know some of them believe that everything everything should be you know made for them and done for them and given to them and that there's no effort involved they they cry like children. I've seen I've seen grown adults throw temper tantrums in uh, in Walmart because they don't get the type of food that they want because they're sold out. I've seen grown adults do this. I've seen children do this too. It's ridiculous. Oh that's my what, goodness. That's what happens when you let your children do whatever the hell they want. You know, like uh, you ever see Back to the Future Part Two, and uh, they're uh, both uh, Marty and you know his mom from the past are sitting in the car, and she's like, when when I. Uh, have kids i'm gonna let them do whatever the hell i want or whatever the hell they want and then it's like yeah if you did that they're all gonna end up in prison or they're gonna be like you said those people at walmart that throw temper tantrums just because whatever they can't get that particular brand of hershey's candy bar it's just that that's and the fact that this isn't obvious to somebody like her but it has to be the responsibility of the state to look after them because it's just too hard then why do you even have children it it boggles my mind it's like are we really this stupid are we turning into gerbils ladies and gentlemen so now now here we get to the worst part uh, beyond the the absolute um insanity that was some of these claims yeah guess what this particular person does for a job she worked for the government. No, no, that'd be that'd be <laughs> just a little too much. But right. she does write books. Interesting. She writes books, and her newest book is called The Midas Game, in which you see two lawyers team up to defend a local gamer and a YouTube celebrity who's been accused of killing an eminent anti-gaming psychiatrist. Her background psychiatry. Oh what? dear! Oh no! Not not a YouTube celebrity and local gamer going around and doing bad things because they learn those bad things in those video games. Like you know, he makes his living killing people on screen. Does that mean he wouldn't do it in real life, or does it? It's it's horrendously bad writing, ladies and gentlemen. I am an author. I, I do write. I am writing a brand new series. Um, and I can say without a doubt, this is some of the, this is the, this is one of the worst synopsises I've ever read, knowing the author in particular, the author is writing about essentially themselves 
being the hero of stopping a YouTube celebrity and a video gamer who's killing people by, you know, video gaming too much. It's, it's literally ridiculous. And and please don't send any hate towards this person. Nothing nothing makes right. um, these people uh, more important than, you know, being the target of harassment. And nothing validates their ridiculous claims like a, appearing to be a martyr. Uh, yeah. Don't don't contact these people. Don't comment on these people. Don't don't buy the book and and then write a bad review. Just don't buy the book. Just don't just just don't engage with these people. They're mad. They're crazy. Find somebody who's saying something good, and encourage them. And and I think if everybody did that, I think we could turn around this world. Because yeah, she is bringing up a handful of good points in the sense of like you know uh, children have too much screen time. They put too much emphasis on on online stuff. Yeah, yeah but that can be said about anything. I remember uh, when I was young, um, the big thing was was getting a bunch of ribbons and, and running around um, in the center of town with a big post and and, and how all the kids would run around and, and these things, they would wrap the pole in ribbons. Yes, I'm that old. Um, <laughs> and, and before that, I remember turkey hunts. And uh, before that, I remember, uh, um, uh, you know, creating your own raft and going rafting on a river, which was extremely dangerous. Please don't do that. Right. Um, you know, and before that, I remember the yo-yo in, uh, in ancient Rome. Uh, kids were really upset, uh, obsessed with 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 uh, yo-yos in ancient Rome. Um, yeah, they've been around that long. Oh, you've anything, been around since ancient Rome? I didn't think you were that old. Anything can be a distraction. <laughs> right. Anything can make you obsess about it. Any food can become an addiction. Any um, leisure activity can become unhealthy for you. It's this... It's like this old adage, very old, things in moderation. It's like, wow, nobody's ever thought of this at the Telegraph before. Modern modern journalism in general is 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 quite possibly extremely degenerate, because rather than you know talk about how to you know how to encourage and and bring balance to it, they bring in this article. That was is fr frankly ridiculous, and is clearly a way for this lady to sell more books. They're creating a problem, and then they're also creating an illusion of of uh, of a of a fix, essentially, and it's just so unhealthy, and it's so bad. And the fact that again, a journalistic institution is propping this up is ridiculous, and. Not, not now. They, they, they bring in a little bit. Um, some of these sites that that talked against the like reported on this. They do bring out some some uh, info to kind of shoot against this, but it's not enough. You, you, it's not enough for these these big corporations. They need to bring this back and hammer these people for for lack of ethics because that's what's going on here. This lady is selling a book and she's writing an article that will stoke fear about the very thing that she's writing a fantasy book about. And they're encouraging you to go buy her book. Hmm. It's it's not, it that's called advertising. And at one point you couldn't say, hey, ladies and gentlemen, buy this car. This car is an amazing car. We did a test on this car. It's a great car. It's amazing. It's the best in its class. Well, except it's not really. And we were paid to say this. You know, you couldn't do that before. That was that was considered crony journalism, where you team up with, or or is it corporate journalism? One of those two, where it's like, it's it's selling out your principles on fair and good and balanced reporting, 
covering the truth, not speculation and and uh, and insanity, and then saying yes, uh, we're interested in this. You know, we're interested in the the truth of this thing. Here is the truth of the thing. You decide. I remember that when I remember that uh, growing up, there was a bunch of shows where the journalist would end with "You decide." They would give you the facts, lay them out as best as they could, and then they would say, "You decide." Well, now it's not facts. Now it's just opinion, 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 and things that are like factually wrong presented as truth and then they said oh now you have to decide but uh, you know if you choose the wrong path here we're going to come and find you and we're going to write make your life a living hell yeah Yeah. we're going to we're going to make your life a living hell and and that is just terrible and it's not good and uh yeah It's, it's just it's just it's just it's literally terrible and people wonder why i stay anonymous and don't show my face on youtube yeah that's why guys just to sort of wrap things up, I'll reiterate what Saib said just a second ago. When it comes to people like this, they can annoy the heck out of us, I understand. But don't send any hateful messages to them. Don't interact with them. Honestly, when has that ever actually gotten anything anywhere? Work. Yeah, and people might be like, well, well, what about the whole Activision Blizzard thing? No, it's not the hateful messages that you're sending to these people that's doing this. It's the fact that they got caught doing what they're doing and people are seeking appropriate justice for it. It's not the hateful messages that are getting you there. So don't think that it applies in a situation like this. The only time, the the, the only way that people like this will ever go away, and we've seen this happen in the past, uh, with examples I won't cite because I don't want to stoke more controversy, but the only way that these people will go away is if you just ignore them. Just don't, like, talk about them, just debunk them, like we're, we are doing right now, and then just don't give them the time of day afterwards. Yeah. Just, yeah, debunk just, it, don't don't attack, because again, attacking makes them a, a victim or a martyr, martyr. And, yeah. and it makes them it makes them appear as if their points had uh, valid points to it. A lot of these people don't have valid points, and they're hypocrites. That's the other thing is that they are complete and total hypocrites and they're in it for the money. And mm. this behavior is bad, but by calling like by focusing in on them, it does make them a big target. Uh, it does make them it gives them clout for certain things that they say. Just don't do that. Just don't do that. Find somebody who's making a reasonable counter argument and signal boost that. Yeah, a reasonable, healthy counter argument signal signal boost those things because that's the only way that we get out of this you know if you if you want to appear like the moral superior do stuff like that where you're actually bolstering the voices of people who are level-headed and offering rational arguments and then finally if you don't want to parent your kids then don't have them okay (laughs) just just uh, just a word of advice Anyways, wow, we, we went really long about those topics. But, you know, it's just a lot of really important stuff to talk about, uh, especially when it comes to my beloved GTA and <laughs> where it was and, you know, how it is uh, now. It's Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to the uh, Maximum News Show. It's always a pleasure doing this with Side Listen. If you want an audio version of the Maximum News Show, you can listen to it on your iPod, Android, iPad, uh, Barbie CD player. I don't care where you listen to it as long as you listen to it. If you want a version of that, 
Just uh, go over to my Patreon page, and look, you don't have to spend a whole lot to uh, get an audio version of the podcast. It's only $1 Canadian. That's less than a dollar American. And you can have every single episode for you to listen to whenever you're like on the treadmill or just cooking dinner, you know, as long as you're paying attention and not burning yourself, uh, that sort of stuff, or going out on a walk. Uh, please consider it. I'll put a link to that in the description box below. I want to thank Saib, as always, for his wonderful insight and, uh, you know, for helping to suggest the topics for these shows and commenting on them. Uh, for the show, rather. Uh, Saib, do you want to just tell people where they can find you online? Find us online uh, most places at the Triple S League. You can find us on Rumble, on um, YouTube, of course, and uh, a bunch of other places. Check us out there. And tomorrow morning, we are going live. And by tomorrow morning, I mean Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Uh, I believe it's uh, 9 o'clock Western Standard Time. Um, Join us on the YouTube. We do some live streaming. We're also on Twitch. Uh, We do some live streaming of some some content, uh, and that changes almost every week. We just kind of do a variety of things. Last week, we're playing The Ascent, and um, tomorrow, we might be doing some community games. I'm not really sure. We're we're waiting for some of the big big games to come out this year, um, such as, like, you know... uh, uh, humankind and um and uh, uh the big one obviously being uh uh baldur's gate 3 right that's kind of our that's kind of our baby right now but we're going to be getting into a whole bunch of other games so join us for that he's going to be trying to get me into that when uh you know that the new version of it comes out and then you guys could just uh find me on all the relevant forms of social media twitter youtube just at max Starrett, uh as my name is spelt in the description box below in case you don't know how to spell it uh thank you guys Again, for tuning into the show. And until we do this again next week, just want to remind you, as always, and as per usual, stay yellow.